This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Tesla announced plans to build a new plant in Mexico last week, and it actually might not be too long before cars are rolling down the line. Reuters reports that Tesla is close to receiving the permits it needs to break ground on the plant, which will be located near Monterey, and it could start as early as this month. And according to a Mexican government official, Tesla could start building vehicles at the plant as early as next year. Tesla is investing $5 billion to open the plant, and in the future, the site may also produce chips and batteries. Ford's all-electric F-150 Lightning is attracting a different buyer than the traditional ICE version of the truck, and they're also using the pickup differently too. According to customer survey data collected by Ford, Lightning owners are more likely to use the bed than the ICE owner. 74% of Lightning owners say they use the truck for home projects at least once a month, compared to 50% of regular F-150 owners. Nearly half of Lightning owners go camping once a month, while 40% of ICE owners do. And finally, more than half of Lightning buyers are coming from a non-pickup vehicle compared to just a third of F-150 buyers. General Motors revealed more details of its Ultra Cruise hands-free driving system that debuts on the Cadillac Celestic. It will provide destination-to-destination driving, and GM says it will do 95% of it. For that last 5%, the driver will have to get onto the street or when arriving at the destination, say the entrance to where you work or the parking lot at a shopping mall, the driver has to take over again. The system should handle the rest. GM says that over time, Ultra Cruise will work on almost every paved road in the U.S. and Canada, including city streets, subdivisions, and rural roads, as well as highways. And it will deal with traffic signs and signals. The system is bristling with sensors, including seven cameras, four short-range radars, three long-range radars, and a LiDAR located behind the windshield. Ultra Cruise is hands-free, but it's not eyes-off, so we think it is still classified as a Level 2 system. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Hyundai pulled the wraps off the all-new Kona back in December, which we think took styling inspiration from the 7 concept. And now we're starting to get some specs on the crossover. It's longer, wider, and taller than the outgoing model, and it's available with an ICE hybrid or pure electric setup. And all the details we're getting today are on the EV. It's based on a 400-volt architecture, and comes in either standard or long-range variants. Standard range comes with a 48.4 kilowatt-hour battery pack, while the long range is 65.4, and it provides an estimated 490 kilometers 
or 304 miles of range on the WLTP cycle. Both are single-motor, two-wheel-drive setups. Now let's shift to the interior, which features a layered dashboard and a surprising amount of knobs and buttons for a modern vehicle. It also comes with dual 12.3-inch displays, and the shift selector has been moved from the center console to behind the steering wheel, which was done to clear up space. Production of the new Kona will kick off before the end of the year. And speaking of Hyundai, it's coming out with a new suspension system that will automatically adjust itself. Unlike air suspension systems, Hyundai's electronic leveling control system uses an electric hydraulic pump to control the height of the vehicle from all four wheels up to six centimeters or about 2.3 inches. So it sounds more like Citroen's old hydro pneumatic system, but we're not sure if each wheel can be controlled individually. It works by detecting changes to ride height as well as vehicle speed and weight to properly set the level. Owners can also manually adjust the height. And Hyundai says this could help protect batteries under EVs, lower the ride height for better aerodynamics and performance, or make it easier to enter or exit a vehicle. It doesn't say when the system will be out, only that it will be available soon. And in the future, it could be tied into the front-facing camera and navigation system so it can make adjustments to the suspension before the vehicle ever encounters what's in front of it. More and more automakers are working to improve sustainability in order to reduce their environmental impact. Currently, most new vehicles don't use materials recycled from old cars, but Audi wants to change that. It's participating in a pilot project to reuse steel, aluminum, plastic, and glass from vehicles at the end of their life cycle. The goal is to recycle those materials so they can be used to produce new vehicles without sacrificing quality. And it's now putting some of the things that it's learned from the test into practice. It was able to successfully create steel coils from recycled steel, which will be used to create 15,000 inner door parts for the A4. And Audi will now design parts and components so they can be sorted more easily during end-of-life recycling. And in other recycling news, Mercedes-Benz broke ground on a new battery recycling facility in Germany. The first stage of the plant will start by the end of this year, and once it's all up and running, the site will be able to dismantle batteries at the module level, as well as shred, dry, and process battery materials. It will use a hydrometallurgy recycling process which is able to recover more than 96% of the materials. The plant will have an annual capacity of 2,500 metric tons and recover enough materials to produce more than 50,000 battery modules for Mercedes EQ models. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.
Honda continues to develop its autonomous work vehicle, or AWV, that it first showed off several years ago. It's now in its third generation and is designed to move materials and supplies at construction sites to improve productivity. The AWV uses GPS for location, radar and LIDAR for obstacle detection, and cameras for remote monitoring. Or it can also be operated with a remote control. New features for the third gen include increased bed size to two pallets and larger maximum loading capacity of 2,000 pounds. It can now travel up to 10 miles an hour autonomously and it features a larger battery which increased its operating time up to 10 hours. That's roughly the equivalent of 28 miles of range depending on how it's being used. Honda plans to commercialize the AWV but it still needs improvement which requires more real-world tests. Lamborghini plans to come out with its first EV in 2028, but it's upgrading its hybrids in the meantime. Its first hybrid, the Cyan, debuted several years ago and features a V12 engine paired to a 48-volt electric motor, which combined for over 800 horsepower. But its new version is a plug-in hybrid setup that pairs its V12 with three electric motors that combine for about a thousand horsepower of all-wheel drive fun. The six and a half liter V12 is bolted to a new eight-speed dual clutch transmission that features an integrated electric motor, which can drive the rear wheels. The other two motors are in the front of the car and can drive the front wheels independently. A small 3.8 kilowatt hour battery pack with pouch cells is mounted in the transmission tunnel and can be charged directly by the V12 engine. Lambo is only revealing the code name of the vehicle right now, LB744, but it's likely to be a version of the Aventador or Huracan. Renault has started teasing its all-newest space, which will debut on March 28th, but it showed a teaser image that reveals the largest painless glass roof that will be on the market. It's 1.3 meters long by 84 centimeters wide, or 4.3 by 2.7 feet. Renault says now every passenger will have a brighter interior, and therefore, a more pleasurable driving experience. And on that lovely note, it brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.